0: Welcome to the Enlighten Up Podcast, where I am going to take you into a deep exploration of what it means to exist in this current reality. We are going to raise your vibes, open your mind, expand your heart, and dive deep into the wondrous mysteries and possibilities of this lifetime. There's been a spiritual catalyst that has set in motion the awakening process of many across the globe to return to the knowingness of self and unite what has been separated. Together, we're gonna bring light into that darkness. We're gonna remember the joy of living, but most of all, we're gonna turn up the volume of our own eternal power and do the thing we're here to do. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Enlighten Up podcast. And as you can see, I am riding solo, but I am really excited to be here solo today because I have I have a little bit of a rant to go on and a lot of this has been inspired by one of my most recent TikTok videos where I made a statement that caused a lot of triggering in my comments section. So as of today of this recording, the video has three quarters of a million views and it is still moving. The girl that I made, uh, the girl who created the original video that I made a comment about um, has received a lot of attention from this video. Uh, she has been called divisive in the community, which I do not think she has at all. Uh, the New York Post talked about her. And so I had no idea that any of this was happening. I just saw her her video and it was titled, the whole, the whole premise of her video was uh, Men Marry the Woman in Front of Them at the Time They Want to Get Married. And she did a whole video on this. And I made a TikTok about how that might actually be true. I said it might actually be true. I didn't say definitively it was true because as you're going to see in this particular episode, I'm going to go into two issues, two major issues that have come to my attention through a lot of the comments that I received on my particular post. And I think she's received similar comments under her video. And I wanna state for the record that I think it's pretty even where there's pretty much 50% are agreeing with what I'm saying, and 50% are in absolute uproar <laughs> over what I was saying. And I, I do kind of giggle at this because the fact that a one minute video can cause so much drama in people's energy field really speaks volumes as where we're at as a society in our own healing journey. So today's video, I want to address the two major issues of what I am seeing we as a society are currently facing, and it's time we really started having bigger conversations around it because it's leading us down a very unhealthy path that if going unchecked is going to create more damage than good. And so before I kind of get into those issues, I really want to first state that, you know, some of the comments that came in were absolutely valid. Um, you know, I want to actually say that all the comments were valid. How they were expressed, well, now that was not so great. But there were people who would say, "Well, Nicole, women do that too." And I and I absolutely agree. But one of the things that the reason why I did this video was because in my dating experience, um, you know, I'm 45, I've gone on quite a few dates. I've never been married. And one of the reasons why I haven't gotten married is because I haven't found someone that I feel I would be compatible with and would add to my happiness. I'm not looking to be with a partner because it's convenient, because I'm afraid of being alone, because I have family pressure, because society tells me to, because I want kids And let's face it, some of those reasons are totally valid for that person. If that's the reason why you want to do something, your life, your choice, you know, everyone's got their own life to live. I'm not here to judge those reasons, but they're not good for me. So yes, I go out on quite a few dates because I'm still looking for the person I want to be with. And the whole purpose of dating is so that you can find someone that you're compatible with, or enjoy time with people that you know might you might be compatible with. So, <laughs> and I say that because some of the comments were really mean uh, and were attacking me, which I think is an interesting tactic that I think many of you are aware of. That when you don't know how to express your own thoughts intellectually from a very logical viewpoint, you'll tend to go into emotional uh, discourse that comes out as attacking someone else because you don't know how to use your words to express your frame of thinking. And to everyone's credit out there, they are likely very valid in their thinking Um, But unfortunately, when we let emotions derail us and we allow the trigger, we allow the trigger to take over and cause us to speak from a place of reaction, right, versus action, then really shitty things start to happen in this world. So, you know, I first want to address my whole theory around why this is happening why you know the purpose of my video and why i put it out there and i actually wanted to share i i actually have a theory on why men will actually marry knowing they are not in love with their wife and the fact that i even have to say that this does not apply to all men is i think another problem within our society that i'm going to get into later in this show but there are men out there that are not marrying because they're in love, just as there are likely women out there who are not marrying because they're in love. But I think this is was my frame of thinking that a lot of women don't realize this. I think a lot of women, because we're emotional creatures and we tend to make more emotionally based decisions, not always a good thing. Not always a good thing, but we do make more emotionally based decisions because we are feminine. We are female. That's how we're wired. That when it comes to marriage, which there are naturally other factors to uh, to contemplate when you're getting married to someone other than are you in love with them. But I would think that being in love with someone would be in your top three priorities uh, just because your happiness likely depends on it. And if you're going to make a lifetime commitment, which marriage is supposed to be, you want to be happy with your partner, especially if you're going to want to have kids because you're the model of relationships for them going forward. So um, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm out to lunch on this one, guys. I, I really think this is very simplistic, uh, logical thinking. However, men are wired very differently than females. Uh, And on top of that, what compounds that even further is that men in our society have been programmed through decades, if not millennium, to not express their emotions. They're not allowed to have feelings. They're not allowed to understand their feelings. They're not allowed to express their feelings. And so my theory is naturally, when it comes to a lifetime decision, a very important, one of the most important decisions of your life, the reason why I think some men get it wrong is because they don't, they're so disconnected from their emotions. How are they expected to make a good decision, a sound decision on something as big as being emotionally connected and happy and in love with someone when they don't even know their own feelings properly? Now, are there men out there that are very in tune with their feelings and are, much more healed and capable of making good decisions on this? Yes, absolutely. And you know what? I think that number's growing every day, which I'm so excited about. But on a whole, when we look at what men have had to be up against, I think it's very natural to conclude that one of the major contributing factors to this, it's not the only one, but one of the major contributing factors is how can you expect a man to make a sound decision on something he's been told to be disconnected from his entire life, right? I mean, you guys let me know in the live chat. Am I completely off base here? I don't think I am. I mean, I've been in the healing industry, okay, both physically, emotionally, mentally for like basically my entire career for over 20 years. Plus I've been doing my own healing work for over 25 years. I kind of understand this field of uh, (laughs) this field that we're talking about. Now, there are other reasons why men make this decision. Um, One, it's timing. And hey, women make the same choice because we have a biological clock. Women want to have kids. They want to be a mother. And so timing, they put pressure on their partner, right? Like to either put up or it's time to move on, which again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, all right? It's just, it's a matter of you've got to weigh out the consequences to your choices and what's going to be best for you. We're all individuals with our own journeys here. There's no need for judgment. Men will also, maybe just out of, you know, family pressure, girlfriend pressure, um, Maybe he wants children. I know men that have gotten married because they want children and they think that woman is going to be a really good mother to their children. They're not in love with her, but they think she's going to be a good mother. Fair enough. Okay, that's another reason. My point is, is that I think a lot of women have been misled and I don't think men have misled them. I just think misled on a whole through their own understanding, maybe lack of understanding of how men are, maybe just not wanting to know their actual truth. I I think there's a whole bunch of reasons here, but I think women have not truly faced this truth that there are a lot more men that are getting married when they're knowingly not in love with their partner before they're even at the altar. So, which again, because I have to state this, There are men, there are women who do this as well. There are women, we've known this from the beginning of time because this has kind of been a stereotype out there, but there are women who will marry for security and money. And it's true. They do. Again, not faulting them. We all have our reasons for why we want to do certain things and make certain choices in our life. The reason again why I pointed out this one in particular about men is just because I didn't think women truly realized this was even going on at the level that it's going on. And when I say it's going on, I just mean it's happening. It's happening. It's real. It's a truth. So, of course, this caused a lot of uproar from from men and women uh, in my comment section because they instantly assumed that I meant all men. Um, I did state that nine out of 10 men that I had asked that question who were previously married told me that they knew the day they got married or before. That is a true statement. Now, does that reflect all men in this world? No, obviously not. But again, we live in a world right now where we're so hyperpolarized, and we don't understand that there can be multiple truths existing at the same time, explaining different aspects of human behavior. We're human. We're such complex beings with so many different emotions, and we've gone through so many different experiences. We've grown up in different scenarios, different families, you know, different uh, traumas. There seems to be some common threads there, of course, but, you know, no one's truly lived in anyone's shoes except the person who's in that body. And I don't understand why at this point in our journey, of, you know, we've evolved so much as humans. The technology that we have is so incredible that we can't seem to grasp that when someone says something, we instantly either have to attack it as a, a false, like a fiction, it's not true. Or it's like, oh, yeah, I agree with that. It's true. And this is something I want to talk about. This is what the, this was the first issue that I'm seeing coming up. And I think it's important because as we navigate this world and as we learn to grow and evolve as a species, our consciousness is evolving. Thank God. But, you know, of course stuff like this happens when we're going through such a massive healing journey within our world, which I believe we are. And of course, everyone's going through it at different degrees at different parts of their journey. But I believe that people are becoming extremely lazy with their logical thinking. The fact, you know, one of this is one thing that I've noticed and I've questioned it. And now I've got my answer. I got my answer after posting this video. Where I, when I watch a TikTok or a reel on Instagram, And I see people make disclaimers within their 30 second video or their 90 second video that, you know, I'm not talking about all men or I'm not talking about all women or not all like, I'm not saying this happens all the time. And it's like, do we really have to say that? Is it not just logical that when someone's talking about something, they don't necessarily have to be referring to everyone. I think it's almost impossible to make a blanket statement about everyone, and that it would be more realistic that it would be about a section of everyone or a section of a topic. And what these disclaimers are doing, and I understand why people do it. You know what? I think I've done it in my videos too. And I actually think I wanted to make a disclaimer in this video, but I didn't because This is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like, why do I have to hold everyone's hand out there through their own mental processes at this stage of the game? Like, are we not capable of thinking through things on our own without having our hand held through every point of discourse or conversation? I get that we have a responsibility when we're saying something to be very mindful of what we're saying. I agree with that. That's why I said that men don't necessarily marry for love. That means that there's a possibility they could, but they don't necessarily do. Right. I was very particular about that. And that's why, you know, like when I said nine out of 10 men that I have asked this question to have responded to me with those statements, I stand behind 100%. They're true. They're absolutely true because it's what happened to me. It was my experience. You can't tell me my experience isn't true. You know, I know what I experienced. I know what I heard. And um, and I'll get into some of the comments in a little bit. But two truths can exist at the same time, especially when you're trying to understand or comprehend a complex uh, being such as a human, right? We are very complex beings, especially when you start looking at the differences between men and women. Um, And so I think that at some point we have to start becoming responsible for our own interpretations or our own way of processing information to some degree. I'm not saying you have to be fully responsible like you know if someone's made an outlandish statement that um and using data that is completely falsified or whatever and you came to your own conclusions based on that and it was wrong information like there's only so much you can do, right? But I think that we're at a point where We've succumbed to convenience so much through a lot of this is through technology. We've given up so much of our sovereignty, not just physically, but mentally and, uh, you know, emotionally, where when we talk about emotional sovereignty, like, you know, people are like, you've offended me. Well, good. Be responsible for your emotions. If I'm saying something and I believe it and it offends you. Your feelings are not my responsibility. My feelings are my responsibility. Now, that doesn't mean that you go around and, int- around and intentionally hurt people, right? But a lot of people get offended by the smallest things these days. And I'm sorry, but your emotions are your responsibility. If you want to make someone else responsible for your emotions, you've given up all your sovereignty. Now someone else is responsible for how you feel. Do you know how disempowering that is? It's extremely disempowering, and we're at a stage right now where I think we're starting to discover how much of our own power we've given away through convenience, technology, the need to feel love, the need to not be alone, um, you know, the need to be liked, to have a, a big following on social media, like all this stuff, which you know, what I don't think some people realize, is that, you know, while a lot of people out there are probably doing stuff for the likes and a huge following and and all of that, there are people out there who don't give a shit about that, you know, and I'm one of them. I don't care how many likes a post gets or how many people are following me from a place of being validated. I don't need to be validated by the numbers, by a set of numbers. What I do it for, though, the reason why I would like to grow my social media following is because it's a way for me to reach people and spread my messages and help those that are possibly aligning with the way I go about things, the way I see things, or the way I maybe tend to move through healing. And so that's what motivates me. And if I were to succumb to people's comments that can be very rude and very mean, you know, then I would not be doing a favor to the people that I know I could be helping because I would start changing my content. I would start changing the way I said things. And that's not who I am. And that's not what I'm all about. And it also wouldn't reflect the things that I really want to talk about. Because I'll talk about the truths that not everyone wants to talk about. I'll say the things in a way that not everyone will say them. Because truth often hurts. Because that's why we avoid it so much. So I think my first issue is start being more cognizant of how, and and I'm not directing this to anyone in particular. I'm, I'm saying this as a whole to all of us, me included, because I've been triggered as well. You know, I know there's been times I am so not guilty of this. I am totally guilty of this, Um, where especially when things were getting really divisive in 2019, 2020, um, you know, and I and I made some posts on social media, as I'm sure we've all done, and I would get triggered by someone's comments and write something back because I felt like I was under attack. So I felt like I had to attack back. And, you know, it wasn't the right way to go about it. It really wasn't. And I'm learning from that and I'm learning things about myself and where that comes from. And I think that's something we all have to be looking at because this leads me to the second issue that I'd like to talk about. And the reason why this whole podcast is titled the way it is. When you attack someone online in the comment section, You, Or maybe in a DM, maybe it's not even like public, maybe you're doing it privately, I don't know. But for some reason, people think that because it's behind a phone or a computer or some sort of device, that it's not real. Like if you were saying it to someone's face. But I think we're at a point now where we have to realize that online communication is very real. Is very much a part of our reality. It is the real world. And there are real people on the other side, for the most part, on the other side of all of these accounts. Attacking someone really, well, one, if you're making a valid point, you've just completely dissolved your entire argument into nothing because no one's listening anymore. They're paying attention. To the emotional behavior and how and the energy of that comment. And so now the words don't mean anything, it's the energy behind the words. And, and oftentimes, if you're attacking someone, the words aren't great either. Um and that kind of behavior is indicative of a very wounded society. The fact that we feel like it's okay to go around and leave comments on other people's pages, it's like going into someone's home and completely trashing the place or, you know, going to someone's home and speaking negatively to them about them. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know this is just a completely different world that we're living in now or what. But um, you know, I was taught like you don't disrespect people in their own homes. You don't. And I'm not saying like you know, you can't disagree with anyone on their social media platforms. That's what I think the whole platforms are for so that we can have open discourse. But you can disagree intelligently without adding the the need to attack someone. And so Many of us are living in a world where we're kind of looking at everything and we're like, wow, there needs to be some change. This world can be a better place. And we and you, you know, we see all these wonderful posts too on social media about the acts of kindness that people do and how many likes that gets from people. Like it really touches our heart when we see kindness. And yet we still have this in, instinct programmed into us to attack someone else when we don't agree with them, or even like try to understand the point of view, or give them an option to explain further what they mean if you don't understand, because maybe you don't understand what they're saying. So you need clarity. You can ask for clarity in a much nicer way than attacking someone. And I think that, you know, your behavior. What you put out into this world is what you're going to get back. That, I think, is something that many people are aware of to some degree, but I think it's going to be something that people become a lot more aware of as we go down this road unchecked. Because if you're wondering why this world is a shitty place and you're the kind of person who leaves nasty comments on other people's pages thinking that, you know, they put it out there, they have a right to, to get this message. Well, you know what? that is really shitty thinking. And that is really shitty reasoning for you to treat someone poorly. There's no reason. There's no reason really to treat anyone poorly. You may not like the way someone behaved. You may not like something that they've said, but you don't have to treat someone poorly in order to make a point or to express yourself. And the more that you contribute to the negative commenting on social media platforms, you are literally contributing to the negativity of this world. So if you want your contributions to be in that direction, okay, go for it. But just remember, karma, she's not a bitch. She's a mirror. And really allow that to sink in. Because so many people think that karma is something you get when you've done something wrong and that's why it hurts and it's nothing to do with that karma can be both good and bad right if we're going to just look at things from a polarized viewpoint karma is only going to give you what you've put out if you put out kindness and you put out grace and compassion and gratitude to the world guess what you're going to get back you're going to get a lot of that back and usually you get it back tenfold Because the more you do it, the more you're in alignment with that expression of you, there's an energy that gets stronger in there. And that starts to power up the act so that when it comes back to you, it's even better. But on the flip side, because karma is a mirror, she will reflect back to you the shit you've put out. And if you're one of those people who just can't help yourself (laughs) and as soon as you're triggered, you got to fire off in the comment section without thinking about the consequences of your actions, your words, your energy output, trust me, that's going to come back to you tenfold as well. The more you do it, the stronger it's going to come back to you. And it's, and it's, you know, it's part of life. It's, it's what we have to learn through our mistakes. And trust me, I get being triggered. We are all triggered. Listen, we're all allowed to have bad days. We're all allowed to, there are things that are going on in our lives that, you know, you hit a breaking point and someone is just unfortunately, the victim of your really bad day. And it's the straw that broke the camel's back. Doesn't make it right. And I would hope that, you know, there would be an apology or some sort of explanation thereafter. But to be in this state where this is becoming your day-to-day energy and like you're okay treating people that way. I don't know. Like I see posts all the time that I may not agree with or I think are, maybe BS in my viewpoint, but I don't go and like drop that stuff on someone else's profile because I don't see how it helps. How does it help for me to leave a triggered comment on someone's post? Now, if I was able to speak intellectually, logically, formulate my thought and put it into a very coherent message and, and say it, and I felt like it was worth my time to do so. And I felt like the person, you know, may have had a chance to see it, you know, or maybe other people would see it. It, I mean, really, it doesn't matter. But if I felt the need, and I felt like in a good place to leave it, I would. And I have done that sometimes. But I always try to check in with myself whenever possible. You know, like, is this actually helping? Or am I just adding to the problem? Because if you're not part of the solution, you're likely part of the problem. And I'm someone who would much prefer to be part of the solution that is bettering humanity in some way. And again, I'm not perfect. None of us are. I have my faults as everyone else does. But I try my best on a day-to-day basis. And where I make mistakes, I learn from them. And I try not to repeat them as I'm sure a lot of people out there listening to this podcast do. But I think we need to start being more cognizant of the fact that just because something's online doesn't make it not real. This is real life. This is your energy and energy goes beyond all time and space. There are no time and space barriers when it comes to energy. So when you put something out there Whether you think you can delete it or not, or whether you care or not, just know it's out there. You've deposited that into the world. That's your deposit into this world. Do you want your deposits into this world to truly reflect that kind of behavior that's only like adding more negativity? We need to start really considering what our comments are actually depositing into this world. It's, you know, the saying, like, if you have nothing to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. It's, 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 it's got value for a reason. It, it doesn't mean that you can't disagree. It doesn't mean that you can't see things in a different way or that you can't express yourself. If you don't agree, you absolutely can, but we've got to we got to do better. We have to find ways to express ourselves so that what we're expressing is not depositing more negativity into the world and hurting other people potentially. Like, luckily, you know, I am one of those people who has done a lot of healing on my own self-worth and my own need for validation, where a lot of my validation used to have to come from outside sources, But as you know, I've gone along my healing journey, I've become a lot better at realizing that whatever anyone thinks about me is nowhere near as important as what I think about me. And I'm the one who has to live in this body and wake up every day and face my reality. You know, and so if I'm happy with my choices, and I feel good about what I'm doing, you know, then that's all that really matters. Now, do I want to be open to the idea that I might be hurting someone by something I might be doing and I may not be aware of. Yeah, I do. I really do. And I'm open to that. But at the end of the day, I'm not, you know, Gary V talks about this a lot. And I think it's super value valuable where he talks like he doesn't, he doesn't drink his own Kool-Aid. He doesn't, he doesn't like, you know, the, he doesn't really allow the really nice comments to mean anything to him. Because that way, when the negative stuff comes in, it doesn't bother him either. He doesn't use it as his own validation. And that's something that over the last couple of years, I've had to really learn through a, some, you know, very difficult moments where I've come under attack in my posts. You know, and from from people I least expected it to, you know, and, and this is, You know, whether it's from people who've been following you for a long time or actual friends or family members, you know, like it's, I don't think we realize how much our words can really hurt. And we have to be more understanding of the consequences of the words that we speak in the manner that we speak them. And I think just in general if you're really wanting to make a difference in this world this could be one of the ways that you could start because we need to shift this energy i i mean some people will probably laugh at this complete entire episode and this this frame of thought for even thinking that people you know will even care but i think there are a lot of people that do i think there are a lot of people who are interested in uh, prioritizing happiness over everything else. Uh, and I'm seeing that, you know, in our world, we're seeing people understand that prioritizing happiness and purpose are two of the most important things in one's own journey in life and putting status or putting, uh, money or wealth or material things, or, um, yeah, well yeah and status is pretty cuz you it's how you appear to others you, starting to like care a lot less like it's not that it doesn't have importance or value but it shouldn't be the driving priorities of your life because it's a lose game like it's it's one of those games where you'll never truly come out on top you'll never actually feel like a winner even if you appear like a winner. And so I think it's important that we really comprehend where our karma may be adding up, whether they're positive deposits or negative deposits in our day-to-day actions, and especially online, because so many of us spend so much time online. And I don't think that we behave for the most part The same online as we do in our real life. But they're both real life and we have to start treating them like real life. I mean, let me know what you guys think. I'd be curious to know for any of you like watching on YouTube or watching this on Spotify, like let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comment section or in the Q&A under Spotify. Because I, I really want to know what your thoughts are on this and how you see it. Now, the the positive around all of this, because I love to see the silver lining and things, is that I believe that this is actually a good sign for humanity. <laughs> Although many of you are like, what, Nicole? You just said we're heading in a really shitty direction. And it's true. We are. But things are always darkest before dawn. And I think... This is kind of one of those tipping points of humanity that we're seeing where it's time to make a really big change in how we treat one another, even the people we don't know. Um, because whether it's online or in real life, you are making deposits into your karma bank account. And again, karma isn't a bitch. She's a mirror. So if your bank account is heavily more negative than it is positive, and you're hurting people out there. You know whether it's intentionally or not, and whether it's just because you're triggered. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make it right. Still, you know, like we have to start being more responsible for ourselves. That's how we claim our sovereignty. Being responsible for our words, our actions, our thoughts, our deeds, all of it, our feelings. Because at the end of the day, it's empowerment. You are so free. You are so free when you are truly sovereign on all those levels. doesn't matter what other people really say to you. Like I read some of these comments and I'm just like, wow, you know, and of course I'm human. There's a part that I'm like, oh, that kind of stung, you know, but at the end of the day, I know that other people's comments have nothing to do with me really they have nothing to do with me one they have no idea who I am and the per and the person that I am and for the most part like the work that I've done. So really it's more about them because whenever we say something, the energy that comes through it speaks volumes energetically about ourselves more so than what it does about, perhaps the thing or person we may be talking about. And that's something we have to really grasp is that your behavior will always speak volumes about you and less about the person you may be speaking about. So this is... I think a conversation that, you know, it might be, I'm sure it's being had in in, in other platforms and all of that, but I haven't really seen it, you know, personally um, talked about a lot. And as someone who's been on the receiving end of some pretty nasty comments, I can tell you that um, it's really not nice to receive them. It, and no matter how strong you may be in your own healing, some of those things can be really painful, especially when they come from the people you least expected it to. You know, when it comes from strangers, it's not so big of a deal. But if it comes from someone you know, or you least expected it to come from, that can be a bit of a blow. And it does take some time to wrap your head around it. Get yourself right and understand. Like you have to have this self-talk with yourself and say, like, wow, like this, this is not an, a good reflection of of me at all. And in a sense that whatever the person said, and you're like, well, then they just completely are must be speaking from a place that's really painful. And that's that's the that's the reality of all of this, guys. Anyone who feels compelled to leave a nasty comment where you can't just express your disagreeance, you have to back it up with attacking someone, saying mean things, that comes from a really shitty place inside that person. Like that person's in a lot of pain to have to treat someone else that way. And so I have compassion for that because I know what it's like to be in that place. I know what it's like to be in so much pain and just lash out at people. That's why I drank so much in my 20s. It's why I felt compelled to do a lot of the things that were really self-harming to myself that ended up putting me in a place where I didn't care what I did to other people or said to other people. It was a really low point in my journey, but it was part of my journey. And you know, I, it's how I needed to learn and and get to a point where realizing this isn't the person I want to be. This isn't who I really am. And so this isn't a judgment on anyone who's in that place. It's just the only way that change is made though, is that there's some kind of awareness and and truly a desire to want to change. And some people don't want to change yet. And that's okay too part of the journey you know it's um sorry something just got in my eye um it's part of the journey of accepting that not everyone's ready when we're ready and we can't force anything on anyone we just got to be there and do our best to do what we are here to do and hold space for those who um are going through what they're going through and that's the thing too you just don't know what someone's going through on the day that they maybe left that nasty comment. And that's why I don't really respond to most of them is partially because one, it's just, I don't like to engage behavior that is that brutal. I don't think it deserves my attention. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send my attention to people who know how to communicate, um, are truly interested in understanding something uh, or have some a really valid reason for why they disagree and are able to express it to me in a pl- in a way that I can actually hear the message versus the emotion that gets really loud and but however we can't ignore the fact that you just don't know what someone's going through so getting into an attack mode because someone's attacked you just doesn't feel right It's just let it be. You know, if you feel like you need to defend yourself, you can defend yourself. Absolutely, stand up for yourself. Do it in a way though that doesn't attack someone else. Do it in a way that holds your integrity. That doesn't allow you to stoop down into an energy field that will like likely suck your soul out to the point where you get caught up in something you don't want to get caught up in. Because it's really vacuous energy. It really drains you. So I don't regret anything I put in that video. I stand behind everything. No, I am not an escort. No, I don't attract shitty men who don't want to get, who don't want to say that they're married or say that they're in love when they're getting married. The fact of the reality is, is that There are a lot of reasons why people make that decision. And who am I to judge? And a lot of these people are good people. They're just making the choices they know how to make in the time of their life that they know how to make them. You know, we all make shitty decisions. So, I mean, in that video, I never once was putting down men in general. I was just making a statement that I thought would be very interesting to a lot of women, which it was. And I had a lot of women say that the same thing has happened to them. Um, that the, a lot of men tell them the same thing. Uh, and again, I know women do the same thing as well. Um, I just don't think women are as aware of it uh, on the men's side. Because I think men know that a woman may marry them for money or security, um, which again, it's it's got to be a shitty feeling for a guy. Uh, I don't I don't think that's got to feel good. But I just don't think women were aware of this other aspect that was happening. And again, it's not all men. There's a reason why there are people who are still happily married, because both parties are likely still in love with one another. They made good choices at the time that they made that choice. But not everyone is the same. (laughs) And I think we have to you know, be understanding of that when we're having these conversations that multiple truths can be true at the same time. They can exist. They can all coexist together. And I think that's something that I'd like to bring to light here. Whenever we're learning anything new, that just because something's not true for me doesn't mean it's not true for someone else. And that's a lesson that we have to learn. And I'm, I'm learning that. I'm learning that. Um, part of the last two years of this journey has been pulling myself out of polarized belief systems and polarized ways of perspective and polarized ways of learning things, you know, and, 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 this is just part of evolution. This is our, you know, we all go through this. So I'm, I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to say. So contrary to popular belief, everyone, karma, she's not a bitch. She is not, but she is a mirror. And with that, I love you guys. Have an incredible evening. Uh, If you love this episode, please share it with your family and friends or anywhere that you uh, can. If you haven't supported the podcast by leaving a comment or a review, I would highly appreciate it. It's what helps me reach other people and allow them to find the information that they may be looking for in these episodes Guys, I love you. Have an incredible evening. Be kind to others. It is worth it so much more. The pay back, it feels so much better. I mean, you don't do it so that kindness comes back to you. You just do it because innately, like, that's how we should treat others. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Like, there's certain statements out there that are, there. we have them for a reason. So... I love you guys. Let me know in the comments if how you felt about this episode, what you thought. And um, may we all continue on this journey in a heightened sense of awareness that allows us to bridge the gaps where they are needed most. Thanks again for joining me for another show on the Enlighten Up podcast. I love you guys so much for all of your continued support. So remember to raise your vibe, find your tribe and be open to the infinite possibilities held in the mysteries that surround us all. Thanks again for sharing the show with your family and friends. And if you're new to the show and you need to find out more information about me, please head on over to my website, NicoleFrolic.com, where you can join my newsletter. And please follow me on Instagram, Telegram, and YouTube. Keep your light bright and I'll see you next week.